Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about animation, TV, movies, comics, and more. We're back from our hiatus, our first episode back. We're going over what great material we consumed on our break, and we'll be listing also our favorite releases that we're most excited about in 2023. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smith-Reigns. And I'm Clifton. All right. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and talk about uh, what we're most excited about in 2023, but I figured we'll start off by going over uh, what we watched, what we saw, what we read uh, during our, our break, and uh, what we want to talk about. So let's get into it. Tommy, why don't you kick us off? To be honest, while I was on break, the thing that I watched was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Okay. All right. Uh, as <laughs> And I watched it as like, a, eh, let's see, let's see what they did. And I hate to admit it, but I love that movie. I've seen it three <laughs> times. It's so nicely done. Yeah, you recommended oh. it to me. You told me to watch it. I'm recommending yeah, to everybody. Me too. <laughs> everybody. I'm telling you, when you watch it, you'd be like, what am I watching? It'll top to bottom. The detail, the story, it flies by. Action sequences remind you of um, um, the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's done in that same um, level of um, animation. It's great, top to bottom. Highly recommend. It. Which Spider-Man movie? Um, the one that came out um twenty eighteen. Oh, Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's great, hmm. great, great, great. Great hmm. voice acting. Antonio Banderas comes back to the role. Feels okay. natural. Selma Hayek is in it. She's great, and there's other people too, and I'll let you discern that when you hear now, it. Now, hang on. So pardon me for not knowing, because I've lost count. This is the second Puss in Boots movie, or third? I think it's the third, right? No, second movie, okay. but okay. I think I made the same mistake because there was a show too. Right, there was like a series for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But yeah, great, great movie. I can't, I can't, I cannot recommend that enough. Puss in Boots. I've heard good things. Like I've been following some of the animation news and, and couldn't believe when I started seeing everyone recommend it. Puss in Boots. I, I, I know, right? certainly it's, it's, can't say my hopes are high for it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were trolling me, Tommy. No. For a minute. No, no. No, yeah, no, I thought no. it was a joke, too. I thought for sure no. you were like, okay, sure, watch this. And then. No, when you okay. see it, you, you'll be like, okay, okay. You don't have to see the first one. Right. It, it works on its own. You don't have to see any of the all the Shreks. To, to know yeah. what's happening. Mm-hmm. And if you know them, it helps with inside jokes that they sprinkle out throughout the movie. It's fun. Okay. So, so much fun. Okay. Is it now an Oscar nominee? It is now an Oscar nominee. It is. <laughs> for best animated feature. Yeah. Because huh. yeah. it's a horrible year for Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 For, yeah. Strange, strange worlds and um, Lightyear, Lightyear both were snubbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I will watch it though. I'll definitely check it out sometime. I enjoyed it. I, again, the longer you wait, the more you be kicking yourself. That's how much. <laughs> I, that's how good it is. I was like, "Am I watching this?" <laughs> you laugh. You feel emotional. And there's a scene people argue is the best scene for that depiction in cinema. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And be like, "Wow, done." I gotta be honest, I'm a little jazzed about it now because my my gut instinct when I saw ads and stuff, I was like, still? You know? <laughs> We're still doing this? In okay. 2022? Right. I was the same way. I had the same this? reaction. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
okay, there's an audience for this. They must think there is. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Somebody wants to see this. Yes, okay. but no, the, the clicker is they didn't advertise it enough. That's the sadder mm. part. They should have put more eggs in that basket. Great movie. In fact, I'll watch it with you when you watch this. <laughs> That's how much I love that movie. He's just looking for an excuse to see it again. He likes yeah. it so much. Indeed. Wow. That's the ultimate compliment. Are you doing a voice in it? <laughs> Do you get royalties? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, I know, right? I should have. Yeah. Well, I will add that to the list. Indeed. Add it to the top of the list. Top of the list. It's my pick. All right. What's it called again? Puss in Boots. The, uh, um, that's, not a, that's not a snarky question. I'm serious. Like, what's the, what's the actual movie title? <laughs> what's the actual name? Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Okay. Very nice. All right. Let's go around. Frank, you want to go? Sure. Um, I played a lot of video games on my, <laughs> All right. my hiatus. Um, one was, was, was uh, been out for a bit, which was Ghost of Tsushima, which I had not... I wanted to play for a long time, and I finally got around to playing that, um, which is basically um, action adventure third person set in um, feudal Japan about the Mongol invasion, and um, about a character named Jin Sakai, who basically Tommy would say over the course of a game has to compromise his values in order to win. <laughs> values is an understatement. He has yeah. to not be the person he was raised to be. Right, and then you know, there's there's this thing where He's raised by his uncle. Um, the uncle is still, you know, in play. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's you got to rescue your uncle, but at the same time, you, you, the character starts to do things that are not with the samurai code. And more and more, you're just kind of like, you know, how how what depth are you going to, you know, you're going to go to in order to, to to fend off the Mongol invasion? So, really great game, really beautiful game, really beautiful game. A lot of, a lot of really gorgeous scenes in it. Um, I like the gameplay a whole lot. I also like the the duels. The duels are probably my favorite part. The duels are nice. The duels are nice. But yeah, basically that's it. That's a, that's one thing I, I played that I played that for well, a good while. Finally <laughs> finished it. But it's the only thing. I, overall, I liked it. I was hoping for more of a, um, you know, the choose your own adventure of like you can make more decisions in it. Right. Yeah. Result, yeah. Yeah. It's more linear. Yeah, it's much more linear than than. But at the same time, it's not really, and I think that's the whole point is just the fact that you can't, you know, basically the overarching theme is like, how do you not become a monster while fighting monsters? And the answer is, I don't know if there's a way, <laughs> <laughs> at least in this, but um, yeah, great game. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping it's, it did well enough for a sequel, but then again, I don't know what they would do. Um, it's not really based on, on anything. I looked it up, but it's not really based on anything from history like it's not a historically based game where the character is kind of an amalgam of a bunch of different situations and characters or people through history so but i highly recommend it and then the other game that i played was uh dying light 2 stay human okay which was a sequel to the first dying light um this one did ha- does have a little more um uh choices that you can make um this is the, it's if you don't know it's a, it's a survival game it's a it's a first person zombie survival game uh the world's basically been overrun by this virus um the only thing that's unique about this is that it combines survival and first person you know fighting zombies and and other you know bad humans with parkour 
So, <laughs> nice. which I know sounds sounds yeah I know I knew I'm <laughs> in now parkour. I thought, yeah, right, exactly. I thought I thought that would pique your interest there, Zach. But <laughs> yeah, it's basically you know you're 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 having that's how you get around the city. The safest way is from you know jumping from building to building, and you know, and at one point you get a paraglider and you can go through the you know the maps are massive. There's lots to do. Um, but yeah, it's a good sequel. I like. I think it, it works really well. The story's um, on par with the first one. I'm yet to be like, I haven't finished that one. I'm, I'm still in the midst of it, but I've been playing that one for you know, the better part of after I finished up Ghost of Tsushima. So, but both are great. Um, I enjoy them both very much, but that's what, the, what I did for the bulk of my, my, uh, hiatus. I want, he wanted to say vacation, but it really wasn't a vacation. It was more of <laughs> a hiatus. So yeah. Yeah. And what platforms are those on? Uh, I think most of every like I know PS4 is for uh, Ghost of Tsushima and PS5, and then Dying Light I have to look that up, but I believe for I think it's available on everything. Tom, you have any idea? I want to say it's on everything. Okay. Yeah, because Ghost of Tsushima is, is is a PlayStation. It's Sony Interactive, right? So therefore, it's going to be restricted Exclusive. to that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, both are really good. Well worth playing. Very nice. Mm-hmm. What company did these? Um, the publisher, developer, Sucker Punch Productions for Ghost of Tsushima, and then Techland. Hmm. Okay. And it is available for PlayStation 4, 5, Windows, Xbox One, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was just curious. I'm not a yeah. gamer. You guys know that. But it's like mm-hmm. it, it's funny now that where I feel like game developers have become kind of almost more like household names in some of the games mm-hmm. uh, in a weird way. So I was just curious. I was just okay. curious if I... If I if it was anything I recognized. So, all right, Clifton, how about you? So a big chunk of my hiatus uh, in December was taken up with my annual Christmas movie marathon, <laughs> where I watch every Hallmark Christmas movie that they make for the year. All the new ones. <laughs> all the new ones. Right. Every year. Right. Which was 40 this year. You watched and all I, of them? That's all the new ones that they made this year, yeah. And okay. then I also watch like a non Hallmark Christmas movie every day in December. So I watched like 71 wow. Christmas movies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not going to list them all. I'm only going to, I'm only going to list a couple of the, or three of the new ones that were new last year that, that I liked that I thought were pretty good all uh, right. that I, that I enjoyed quite a bit and would recommend for everybody's uh, next year Christmas viewing. Okay. And Fire away. State if it's Hallmark or or other. No, so. none of these three. Are, none of these three are actually going to be Hallmark this oh. time. So. I was going to say, could we guess? Unless it's like super obvious that it's not. <laughs> no, but some of them sound like Hallmark because okay. everyone's everyone's cashing in on that gimmick now. Okay, yes, they are. Um, but the first one is Violent Night, which is not I, Hallmark. If you could, I guess. do want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that looks that looks funny. That looks That's fun. the one that stars uh, David Harbour from from Stranger Things, of course, and Hellboy more recently. Or the more the more recent Hellboy movie. Um, just the description on that one is: an elite team of mercenaries breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. Is the description I found somewhere for it? When I when I first heard about that, I, I remember. Does everyone remember the, the the Bill Murray movie Scrooged? Right. Yeah. And it's got the opening with um, Santa Claus fighting off a terrorist attack at the North Pole. Oh, yeah. 
and it's yeah. called the night the reindeer died and it's got lee majors you know, right, the right. six million dollar man yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i thought of when i first violent night but i do want to see it yeah. it's basically that it. but it's awesome okay okay cool <laughs> excellent and john leguizamo is the villain in it and he's always fun uh it's currently on if you want an early christmas view and it's currently on peacock uh i think streaming yeah you're and, right it's there <laughs> you've added it to your list Oh yeah, it's on my list right now. Okay, I just haven't a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. <laughs> then the next one is called "Your Christmas or Mine," and the description on this one is: Students Haley and James are young and in love. After saying goodbye for Christmas at a London train station, they both make the same mad split-second decision to swap trains and surprise each other at home for Christmas. So, they both are going to their own homes for Christmas and at the last second decide, Oh, they want to go home with the other person. And then they both switch trains. So they both end up at each other's houses without each other mm. is the, the premise of that one. That's rough. So it's a swap, <laughs> yeah, but the, yes. but yeah, but no, but yeah, I saw the show for that, which, yeah, I wanted to see that as well. That looked fun. It's a lot of fun. It's Asa, uh, Asa Butterfield is the star of that one. Mm. Um, I just thought it was a lot of fun. So it's like, they're both like fish out of waters trying to to fit in at their each family's homes without like the significant other that would make there, them connect is there a contrivance to keep them from just hopping on a train to go to like where they're supposed to go yeah there's, there's a, a storm, storm. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, gotta be blizzard bl- always blizzard right. <laughs> all right i figured i just want to make sure there's got to be something right yeah okay and lots of misunderstandings and lots of them haven't been honest with their parents about what mm-hmm. they've been up to and the other one has to now doesn't know they were lying and has to keep a secret somehow lots of stuff like that but there's a lot of fun and then the last one is uh called this is christmas and the premise of this one is a young man concocts a plan to bring christmas cheer and a sense of community amongst the passengers he sees on his daily london commute including a blossoming romance with a girl he sees every day uh that one stars kaya scudelario from um Skins, Effie, Stoneham from Skins. I love Effie. Among other stuff, yeah. She's great. Uh, so she's in this one. And I like this one. I just, I used to ride the train a lot uh, from like on the East Coast, uh, DC to New York around Christmas time. So I like had this, I don't know, just like nostalgia with these people on this train at the holidays. So I like this one a lot. That one's on Epics or MGM Plus or whatever it's called now. I think they just changed their name. Uh, Your Christmas or Mine is on Amazon Prime. So those are the three new Christmas movies that okay. stood out to me this year. Three newly made this past year. Now my question about these, mm. these three, have these three now become like traditional viewing every year? Um, like repeat viewing, you know what I mean? Oh, Violent Night for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the others, the others can go into like the cycle of ones already watched. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Very nice. 71 Christmas movies. 71 Christmas movies in the month of December. It's a lot. It is a lot. That's like three a day. One of them, like one of them was actually a New Year's Eve movie. Uh, So, but I still kind of count it. And when do you start? Because you talked to me like, so it's not like you're starting at Halloween. (laughs) No, no. Like Hallmark starts before Halloween. Yeah. I won't watch any Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving. Right. So the amount of days I get is variable every wow. year, depending on when Thanksgiving <laughs> starts. And so I get Thanksgiving. I start watching the Hallmark ones uh, and catching up on the ones they've already run for like a month at that point. 
And then I start watching other Christmas movies on December 1st. It's a do lot. A, do you have a player in your car? How are you doing this? <laughs> no, no, I should. Yeah. It, it, you could fit more. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Do two a day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that he does this though, guys. I really do. Like somebody's got to watch them all. Yeah. Me and everybody's grandparents yeah. are watching all those Hallmark movies. Right. Keep them, keep them busy. And Anthony Mackie. <laughs> right. I saw an interview with him. He's like, he watches these all the time. <laughs> Disney Plus needs to give him one. And he's like, need to give him I his want own. to do one of these. And I'm like, how, how, like, how's he not done one? Yeah. Like, I call him the next day. <laughs> Crazy. All right. So I'm going to go with um, the Cuphead show. Oh, on wow. Netflix. Okay. Uh, which I adore i absolutely adore um i am not caught up just yet i still have another season to go um but it's fantastic it's absolutely fantastic so um i will hit you with the summary that says uh following the misadventures of lovable cuphead and his cautious but easily swayed brother mugman as they scour the inkwell isles in search of fun and adventure right and um so I know it's based on a video game. Great. I don't care. Um, (laughs) And I know like it's visual style like comes from that. But what absolutely floors me about it, though, is it like it looks exactly like a 1930s and 1940s golden age cartoon, Mm -hmm. like exactly like it's it's like I'm dumbfounded. Like I thought this style was lost. I thought it was completely unfeasible to do this today Uh, and, and certainly do it for TV on a budget. And, and, and honestly, truly, I mean, I, it's not an exaggeration. I think we're like, if you don't have maybe, uh, um, as educated an eye, I think it could fool you. I really do. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And they just do like a great work. Like, like, you know, I'm been trying to follow all these guys on Twitter and everything. They, they have like the backgrounds have that, that, uh, uh kind of like muted, almost hazy, like feeling to it when you're looking, when you're watching a cartoon, right. but they have also, um, they, they like, like when I was looking into it, they have like three studios that they use. Okay. Right. And like, so like one of them does, does sort of like the hand-drawn stuff, but then there's another studio that does sort of like, like 3d animation mm-hmm. and they use that for like stuff in the foreground. So to get kind of like, like really inside baseball here, like <laughs> early, like the early like Popeye cartoons from the Fleischers, like they would actually do like some practical sets like that they would shoot mixed in with like the cells and stuff like that. And it just like, it just gives it this, like this lush pop of like, wow. <laughs> like there's like, how do they do that? Like it, and it just, it, it, it I'm stuttering like crazy. I just like, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just absolutely astounded at this style. Like it is one of those, and I genuinely love the show, but like I could watch this with the sound off. It's so stunning. Oh, wow. You know, it's based on the video game, which you didn't play, right? No, no. Yeah. (laughs) Because the video game does have that style. It does translate that style to a video game amazingly well, too. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, you're late to the, uh, to the party in which, um, that's what gravitated people to this video game. And um, I would say it went back as far as, if I'm mistaken, 2014, 2015, maybe, mm-hmm. in which everybody was waiting on it. There was uh, it, it, E3 presented it, 
and only gave you a hint of it. And if you if your your mouth drawed at the our, um the cartoon, the video game is what they presented it, and no one did it that way. I mean, the way it moves, even have the like the fake hair, yeah. Like uh, if it was like an old cell reproduction of cigarette burns when things when things change, it's it's a callback to that era or a love letter. And they even have the char- every character in the cartoon was made in the game first, so they just gave it a voice, a, a stronger voice and a stronger background and a better story than what's represented in the game. Right. So I think the production of the cartoon came late, unfortunately, for a lot of people that love the game. And let me say this, that game is hard as balls. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it draws you with the cuteness, but get ready for sore thumbs because it's a shooter <laughs> slash platform. And it's so unforgiving, so unforgiving. Um, it, it's almost like for the people who can't play the game, here's a cartoon for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like but yeah unfor- it, it should have gotten greater fan felt if it was just four years earlier than when you saw it right it does look fun though it does look great too yeah. I definitely kept meaning to check it out and just hadn't gotten a chance to yet it's and a fun it show and, it's, and it does kind of like it does the Netflix thing sometimes where, where like the, the runtime kind of jumps around a little bit so you'll get like an 11 minute episode and then there was like one I'm watching it, it felt kind of like heavy. It felt like, like they were really like pushing to do something special. And I was like, this is kind of long. And then it hit me. I was like, Oh, they're doing like the Popeye, like versus Sinbad, the sailor, like two reelers. <laughs> like they're aping that. Okay. And so, but so to say that it's just, it's just kind of neat that, that like when the runtime kind of jumps around, we're like, you're not really sure when the end is coming. Right. Like I'm really enjoying that about, about like, you know, TV in general now. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, so it is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on a Netflix. Netflix original. Three seasons. Okay. Um, you know, t- it's tough out there for for if you're an animated show right now. I don't know that it's going to come back after season three. Um, I think this is this is exhausted the order of the initial like purchase, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it comes back because it's great. All right, Tommy, your turn. Okay. Well, other than bake a whole lot of goods. Like I can make a really good uh, cinnamon roll now. Nice. When are you going to share those? Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's now it's now uh, ever long. It, every time I introduce one to somebody, they want to make me more. I want them. Uh, they want me to make them more. Excuse me. That's okay. Stay tuned for the "Let Me Know How It Is" cooking show <laughs> <laughs> that will complement the all things geek conversations. Yes, yes, it would. Good idea, um, actually. Well, I'll, I'll sorry, just eat stuff ahead. and let you know how it is. Yeah. Basically. Basically. <laughs> Okay, so um, I played God of War, Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, I delved into the world of um, Kratos while he was in um, Asgard and the, the Nine Realms. It was fun. But I will admit, I didn't get into it as much as I did the first one. Really? Yeah, it's certain elements of it that made me feel like they're just rehashing, even mm. though they give you a lot more to work with. I was a little bit set aback because they robbed me of certain fights that I was looking forward to. Just wasn't as fulfilling. But overall, I beat it, so that says a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I so turned, you were invested in it. Oh, definitely. I turned down the difficulty because I wasn't beating it fast enough. <laughs> that, that also came into play. Oh my gosh! You, oh, so video games are so much harder now. So much harder now. Are you that I'm older? But either way, I finished. <laughs> I finished it. It was it was a great story, 
I just expected a tad bit more, and I recommend it. it I played it on the Sony PlayStation uh, 5, so that was fun. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the vividness on that is, is, is nice as far as what they present and yeah. what he does. Yeah. Kratos is a monster. Is this the same one, Frank, that you bring up from time to time? Uh, I have kept brought it up, yeah. Okay. It's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking forward to playing it. I haven't bought it yet. Um, I was hoping to get a, a PS5 before I played it, but I have not managed to do that yet. So once I get one, I think I will <laughs> buy that as well. <laughs> oh, well, well, you'll be happy to know they come in bundles now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're selling the whole PS5 with uh, Ragnarok installed. Uh, okay. So you get the so you can get the uh, Kratos controllers. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed the game. Uh, it was a part two to the first one, God of War, which is an update, or at least a continuation of the original story, which was nice. You see a grizzled old Kratos with a, another son, and and his um, wife has now passed, and she was one of the uh, giants of Asgard. It's weird because when I mean giants, it's a race, not so much stature, which is mm. odd explaining. <laughs> mm, but right. when you see it, you be like, I get it, get it. But you know, it's it leads to so many so many other conversations. But <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's nice. They introduce who you expect: Thor, mm. Odin. Um, Boulder's not there. Mm. You get a um, he never is. No, he wasn't. The, <laughs> he wasn't. The, he wasn't the first one. I just don't want to lead us to. Uh, uh, if you ever play it, I don't want to tell you what happens. Um, you do get Heimdall, which is a jerk. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I will yeah, ask you question. That. I've, I've, right. I've refrained and asked you questions about it. Is it anything anything as difficult as the Valkyries? Yes, they bring something else. Okay. That's all you need to know. And the Valkyries are still there because okay. it's Norse mythology. Right, right, right. Um, they introduce other things as well. Okay. And they give you a better understanding of what happened in the realm more than the first one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thank you, Frank, I've, for asking follow-up questions because I sound a thousand when I do. It. Well, I don't. I don't want to ask a video too, game. Well, I don't want to ask too many because, again, I don't want to know, you know, all the, all the ins and outs or the sport, you know, stuff about it. But at the same time, I do want there. Tom and I discussed in the first one the Valkyries are. are it, it it made me feel like a kid in a good and a bad way because it was just so hard to pass that part. Punishing. Yes. Incredibly hard, like so difficult. Again, sore thumbs. I'm like, I haven't had sore thumbs in a video game as an adult, and I couldn't <laughs> as remember. An adult. How long. Yes, nice. yes, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it's a worthwhile challenge to pass that that particular part. So, okay, good. Yeah. Okay. They definitely make you work Man, for it. I do not, I do not miss video game frustration. <laughs> not, not, a, not for a second. But, <laughs> all right, Frank, why don't you go around? Well, I, I spent a good chunk of my, um, my hiatus on well it started off because there's there's a show that's out now that that basically reboots or it's a continuation it's not necessarily it's a re, it's a soft reboot because it is a continuation but i spent a fair amount of time with um quantum leap both the new one and the old one i watched a fair amount of both like i i'm i have a few more episodes of the entire series of quantum leap to finish up and that's what I've been doing for a lot of my hiatus. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, it started because of watching the, the, the newer show. And, and since the show, it does, you know, delve more into um, mythology, I should say, a little bit about the old show. And there was like, I, I thought I'd watched, as I'm watching the old one, I, I thought there were so many um, 
I thought I saw, I thought I'd seen the majority of it. And then I kept finding like episodes where I, I knew how I knew the setup and I, I knew the premise, you know, um, if you're not familiar with quantum leap, the original it's uh, Dr. Sam Beckett, uh, substance of the quantum leap accelerator and vanishes. Wilkes finds himself trapped in the past. <laughs> um, seeing mirror images that are not his own. His only guide is health, a hologram from his own time. And then Sam is trying to put right what what's what wrong and then hoping that his next leap will be the leap home. Right. That's the premise. So I, I, I had a lot of episodes that I was like, I know the premise of this. I even know the resolution, but I didn't know the episode on face value. And then there was a lot of episodes that I like, I've never seen them before. So it was kind of like an, you know, a new experience for me watching it um, for a lot of like a, a huge chunk of the episodes, which was nice. But um, just in lieu of the new show, which is not bad. Uh, I don't know. Has anyone, is anyone current on it? No, I haven't seen the new one. Okay. I have. Okay. Uh, I enjoy it. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good show. Um, but I also have, you know, I always, it's, you know, it, it's one of those, it's a mixed bag because there are things that I, that I love about it. And there are also things I'm like, I would never do that if I had to get the chance to reboot the show. <laughs> That's, I just, okay. I, go ahead. No, I, just, I just think the pacing is slow. Yeah. That's and they, my the other thing is I, I I think the only thing I would say about the new one that I don't like and this is not a it's not a going to ruin anything for anyone or it shouldn't is um is just the fact that they they seem awfully concerned with their overarching story and the leaps the individual leaps don't seem to matter as much. Okay. Whereas the old show, like the premise was, you know, he was he was going to leap from person to person every right. week. Yeah. And then that was that was the the hook into the show, and then. You know the the uh, Scott Bakula and uh, Dean Stockwell are such strong personalities that you root, you root for them each week and you enjoy them and blah blah blah. And then you know, oh, this one, you know, Sam's you know Sam's a mother of 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 two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this is like we have an overarching story, and then eh, the leaps are something that happens. That's how I feel at least so far. They may right. it may change on me. I mean, there's one coming up that um, has a pretty intriguing premise, and I'm kind of curious how they're going to pull it off. Mm-hmm. But um. I, I would recommend the new one, but the the old one I've been watching a ton of. That's, okay, I'm enjoying it a whole lot. So, all right, Quantum Leap, I like it. Clifton, number two, you're up. All right, one of the things I watched uh, while we were on break, it's actually one of the ones I've mentioned it probably several times before on episodes. Is something I was looking forward to coming up, and that was the Willow TV series. Oh yeah, on Disney right. Plus. Forgot about that. Yeah, I couldn't wait for it, and like I loved it. I enjoyed it <laughs> quite a bit. Um, it really captured like the the feel of the movies, but made them modern too. But it was just like it was really successful at, at kind of bridging like in nineteen what was that nineteen eighty eight? I guess the first <laughs> one came out. Yeah, like in nineteen eighty eight, you know, fantasy with with kind of like modern takes on it, and they do it a lot in that they they the character designs are all inspired by like how they would have designed them in 88, mm. but the, the production value is higher now. So like, you don't see the seams as much. <laughs> like okay. the blue screen borders are a little better. Like they're composited better than they would be, but like overall the design and like aesthetic of the show is still very close to, to what it was in 88. And there's a lot of like goofy humor in the show. And like, I went back and watched the movie and I loved it when I was a kid, but 
like the movie's kind of goofy. Like the movie mm-hmm. has some slapstick humor and stuff with Val Kilmer and, and like Val Kilmer becomes a giant snowball at one point in the movie. <laughs> and like, I love it when I'm a kid and like, there's a, like the, the humor that they keep in, in this really goes hand in hand with like the, the feel of the movie too. And then the other thing is the cast is just remarkably likable. Like mm. every member of the cast, uh, they have a lot of, it's mostly young talent uh besides Warwick davis who's you know the titular willow character from the original but the other young cast members are um aaron kellyman from solo and falcon and winter soldier uh ellie bamber ruby cruz tony revolori from the wes anderson films as well as the marvel mcu spider-man films where he's uh flash thompson um but yeah they're all just like fun and charismatic and and goofy and you just kind of want to watch them and see what they're up to and it's got some good cameos too along the way but yeah like i've really enjoyed the willow show and it just wrapped up at the the very beginning of this year so it ran through most of december and then a little bit into january on disney plus but yeah i love it is it coming back do you know uh spoiler alert oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes when they wrapped up the, the 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 finale, they reveal that there is more to come. Okay, this nice. is the first part of several more parts. Spoiler alert! So for so what you listeners uh, won't know, because uh, it happens off mic, is Clifton talks about Willow like I talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love Willow. He does. He really does. No, that's cool. Yeah, I was I was excited that like I you know I'd been looking forward to it and then it, and then it lived up to it. It's goofy, it's fun, it's charming. Well, that's it's, good. It's all I wanted. I'm uh, I'm I'm really happy actually that that you're enjoying it. I get actually like <laughs> like like uh, I I feel good because I've never seen the movie. I don't know anything about it, but I'm happy at least that it, like it lived up to expectations. Yeah, you know, so that's that's cool when that happens. So. Anybody else catch it? No, not yet. It's on my list. I'd like to see it. Okay. Yeah. I like the original movie. I just haven't seen it yet. Same here. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it's on everybody's list. Check it out. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go um, with what uh, last thing I did over our break um, is uh, I got into comics again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, which I say sarcastically, I got into new comics. I've actually. Uh, uh, gone to the store and picked up some new stuff. So one of the things I was reading um, was Gotham year one. Mm. And at the time we're recording this, I believe four issues are out. So I think we have two more to go. Um, But it's really cool. So this is um, uh, Tom King uh, writing, no surprise. And uh, Phil Hester on art. And it's actually, it's digging out an old DC character, uh, Slam Bradley is mm. the protagonist of this. And, you know, I'm a big fan of any, any, um, excuse the phrase, like world building for Gotham. You know, I like, I like anything that sort of like adds personality to that city and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to see what it was like, certainly before Batman existed. And, um, what I really like about this is it's like Tom King doing straight Raymond Chandler. Mm-hmm. You know, for mm-hmm. all the times like Batman gets gets sort of compared to like pulpy noir, 
you know, uh, uh, Dashiell Hammett kind of, kind of those kind of stories and everything like that. Like it, it's okay. That's fine. I guess it's that in spirit, but like narratively, I feel like Tom King was like, no, 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 no. I get to do like Raymond Chandler mm. <laughs> and do like a Philip Marlowe book, um, which is really, really cool because aside from, from um, one uh, uh, plot point, there's really like not any mention of Batman at all. Which is kind of cool. Like I like the restraint for that because I feel like you could do the Gotham thing where like you you sprinkle like you know crap like here's uh, the Penguin before uh, Bruce met you know what I mean mm-hmm. like <laughs> like stuff like that. And I like that he's he's pretty um he he's pretty careful about not putting that stuff in there, which is cool. How's the art on it? How's it look? It's good. It's a nice looking book for sure. Um, you know, shadowy. <laughs> and everything right um oh so so the plot of it really quick is is um slam bradley uh, is a pi mm-hmm. and like the femme fatale woman like walks into his office one day she has like a letter that she asks him to deliver and he goes and delivers this letter and it ends up being like a ransom letter uh so he delivers it to the waynes um this is it's not thomas and martha it's actually it's the father of thomas wayne mm. so uh, i think it's richard I believe. And basically the, the plot of it is somebody's kidnapped uh, uh, the Wayne baby, ah. uh, which I believe is Helena, Helena Wayne. Um, and uh, Slam gets kind of like uh, caught up in that whole thing. And so, like I said, it's still coming out. So uh, uh, we're just a little over halfway, but uh, I'm really enjoying it. You know, oh. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Always. Batman and, and noir. I'm in. You know? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, um, for those that don't know, Slam Bradley's a character that's been around since 37. Mm-hmm. Um, first appearance is in Detective Comics number one. So right. predates Batman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and the idea that he's, you know, as a, as a thing, as a character is kind of cool that he's there before. Um, yeah. Not used terribly often, kind of comes in drips and drabs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was, he was featured in... Um, in New Frontier, Darwin Cook's New Frontier, he was featured in there, you know, for for a little bit. He's a Martian Manhunter's partner mm-hmm. in there, and he's also featured like pretty heavily in Ed Brubaker's Catwoman run. Right, right That's around. What I was gonna say is- it was a few years before New Fifty Two, if I'm not, I made up my years mixed up, but uh, yeah, it's a good run. Yeah, interestingly enough, he's the concept was created by someone I've never heard of named Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson, but Siegel and Schuster developed him as a concept. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, and I was not aware of that either, but I was like, oh, that's really cool. So Nice. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Highly recommend that uh, so far. Um, all right. So, uh, we've all went around and, and kind of talked a bit about like what we were doing while we were on break. We're going to look ahead now at 2023 and uh, what, what it is that we're all super excited about for the coming year. But first, if you like the show, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a review. Don't forget, you can also suggest a topic for us. Shoot us an email at info at letmenowhowitis.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at LMKHII. All right. So uh, Tommy requested not to go first for this go around. So Frank, <laughs> I'm going to go to you. Woo-hoo! So something I, I, interesting enough, it was, um, it is actually Tommy related. Something I'm looking forward to. Okay. Um, once upon a time, boys and girls and, our, and all of our listeners, uh, Tommy had a job as, as a night auditor at a hotel. I did. And I used to get done with my, my shift of, of being a, uh, a waiter 
you and did. going to see him. And we would play video games in the lobby till all hours. And then, of course, all craziness ensued because, um, you know, hotels after after midnight are just crazy places to be. Mm-hmm. So one of the games that we played was this great game called Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it, but it was it was not something I was able to get or finish uh, in, in the time of playing it in the lobby. Um, and it's going to be in, in, within um, within this year, or is it out now? Is it already out now? I think it's out now. I think maybe our, our, our engineer got it. As we record this, it's been out for maybe a couple of days. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing it because I didn't get a chance to finish it. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a it's a mashup of uh, Alien and uh, the Thing, so it takes place in space. It's you, you're you're going to check out a was a space station, Tommy. I believe so. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. You're going to check out a space station, to say the least, really. Mm-hmm. And then it's just all sorts of like creepy Cronenberg, you know, creatures all over the place that you have to try and survive and figure out what happened. Basically, other than the fact that there's just all these creatures all over the place. But it's been. Um, uh, it's been remastered and redone, and people are saying it's it's um, the tweaks and the improvements they've made that are just that tweaks and improvements. The actual atmosphere and the story itself are, are just as good, if not better, than what we got um, when it initially came out in. Let me see, twenty. It's been a while. Two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Been that long? It's been that long. Yeah, two thousand eight. So. Yeah, so it's I, I'm looking forward to actually playing it and playing it all the way through. Um, I have a rule about not buying re, um, re, <laughs> remastered or redone games at full price, so I'm not going to buy it anytime soon, but it is on my list <laughs> of games that I have to buy because I really want to play it all the way to the end. It's like 70 bucks. I know. I would never. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. playing a remastered 70- version. Remake, yeah, basically. Remake. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, it, it goes against everything, but it shell out more than the original for something that was already made <laughs> right. 14 yeah. years ago. I mean, but it, no. But it What's looks... the concept here? Um, Basically, the story here, I'll, I'll tell you what it says. Uh, it's, real quick, I just want to say, it's survival horror, but yeah. sci-fi okay. survival horror. It's, right. Think um, Resident Evil, but in on the space station with more demonic um, adversaries. Yeah, a little bit of Event Horizon, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's got a feel of it like the like the, the creatures look like stuff right out of the thing. Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, you know that sounds cool. Yeah, so it's it's like I, I love playing it initially. Um, like I said, you know, you know, there's only so much you can play in from midnight to six. You know, without without yeah. all the all the guests, you know, without somebody yes. random somebody random rolling up in their bathroom and being like, "What you guys playing? What are you guys doing?" Oh my god, that's how. It always, I mean, that's always invariably always how it was. Always the case. Yeah. Always. You oh forgot asking if the pool is open. Right. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Among that's, other things. Yeah, yes. Among other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got about that. Yeah. So yes, Dead Space is it's out. I believe it's out now, but I think it's just close enough that it it qualifies as something I've been looking forward to for a while for for this year. So. Okay. Valid. Rank, you're throwing me for a loop here. A lot of video games. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's go. Uh, Tommy, you want to go next or? No, I go next. I go okay. next. Um, going on a video game vibe, what I'm looking forward to, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not hung up on the voiceover work. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just the way of things and the way of doing business nowadays. But I really want to see if Nintendo can capture the wholesomeness of just what the characters represent and seeing them in this format. I hope they don't uh, mess it up. I hope 
<laughs> I hope it's a generally great script. Um, it's something that everybody can enjoy, which is hard to do in this day and age. I like the trailer. I like when they gave us a little bit more. Mm. I like with the reveal of Donkey Kong being in it and the and the way mm. he makes fun of Mario is hilarious. Um, I'm here for it. I, I yeah. and I and there's something I say to uh, Frank is if this is what they're showing us, mm-hmm. what are they not showing us? Because <laughs> it's funny you say that because there was a um, an interesting theory I heard about why the voices are the way they are. Okay. But I, I'm not something I'm going to share with because <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, if I'm right, <laughs> then I, I've spoiled something for you. And if I'm wrong, well, then. No, that's it's just fine. Okay. So I'll tell you later, but it's, it's something. Fine. Yeah. It was a pretty good. I was like, oh, that makes sense if that's the case. So. Right. Well, you know, everybody's knee jerk reaction to the voices and stuff. It's like, whatever, calm down. Mm-hmm. Just let it happen and wash over you, and then we'll see if it's the dumpster fire that you guys fear it to be. But <laughs> for all intents and purposes, they did a great job with the animation. I, I, I like the capture of the spirit of the threat. I love how Bowser is just this looming godlike uh, kaiju that just <laughs> gets his way and he has an army against them. It's just it's everything. His kids are in the movie too, right? His kids are in the movie. Yeah, I've always liked the Koopa kids. I've always had a soft <laughs> spot for them. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Super Mario Brothers movie. I heard about the production about four to five years ago uh, when they talked. In fact, I heard them talking about it when they did the Pika- Detective Pikachu movie. So mm-hmm. it's been production for that longer time. Right. I thought the um, thought the Luigi stuff in the trailer looked really cool. It does look cool <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, because I I love Luigi. I love him. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of jazzed about it too. I hope it makes money. I I hope it's good. Hope it makes money because I want a Zelda movie, and <laughs> I want a Star Fox movie. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on and on. Oh, yeah, I'm sure our engineer would love a Metroid movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. I don't know if it's going to live up to the uh, Bob Hoskins, John yeah. Leguizamo <laughs> right. classic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to see about that. Yes. But <laughs> no, I am intrigued because just Nintendo ever since then has been super guarded about their properties, about yeah. licensing out their properties, about letting people do stuff outside of video games with their properties. So, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued if they had, I guess, enough confidence in, mm-hmm. uh, What's the name of the studio? It's who does Despicable Me, right? Yeah. Illumination. Yeah. Yeah. That they had enough faith in them to mm. to let them do it. And if it's successful, then yeah, like like Zach say, and hopefully we get more uh, different yeah. properties mm-hmm. out there in the world. And Toad. Toad is in the movie. I love Toad. <laughs> Toad is in the movie. He was mine for Mario too. I always played Toad. <laughs> nice. Okay. That was a that was a nice surprise. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Lester, what about you? I'm going to comics for this one. Ooh. And this one is uh it actually snuck in at the tail end of last year, but I haven't gotten that issue yet. So it's all new to me still. And that is Miracle Man the Silver Age. Ah yes. I've got that too. Which there's a long, long history behind this book because like I said, they 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 snuck in a couple issues at the end of last year for Silver Age one and two, which had been published way back in 1992 and 93 mm. i think if i remember right sounds about right yeah and then uh number three is the first new story in this or first new issue in this story since 1993 and that came out like right after christmas 
And that one I haven't gotten a chance to pick up and read yet. And then we're going to get the, the, the new issues that continue to finish off this long, long, long awaited story uh, in coming months. And, and Miracle Man, he was a, uh, originally a Captain Marvel Shazam. <laughs> like pastiche pastiche tribute <laughs> character in england when they lost the reprint rights to the captain marvel shazam character in the 50s and then so they made up their own mm-hmm. and then alan moore young alan moore grew up on those and loved the character and uh, when he became a name in the 80s uh, after 2000 ad uh, he was presented with the option to make like a whatever character he wanted into a comic and that's who he chose uh under the name marvel man originally and back then and then when it became uh, american rights they changed the name to miracle man to avoid conflict with marvel comics in the united states and that's how it was published here up until it ceased publication in 1993 in the middle of a story where he had passed the the baton to Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham. Mm-hmm. So they were two issues into their run of the character when Eclipse, the, the independent comic company that published it at the time, uh, fell into collapse. And then there's a long, long drawn out legal history of this character in battle between Neil Gaiman, the original rights holders, Alan Moore, Todd McFarlane, Marvel comics that eventually somehow, I guess, finally got settled all this time later. So we're getting these, these issues now and I can't wait because I didn't read the comic like in 93, but I did, uh, Frank and I worked at a comic shop and Mm. our, our, our comic shop manager there had all the collection and would let everybody read them, uh, who wanted to. And that's when I read them in the early two thousands. That's when I became acquainted. So I've been waiting like 20 years almost (laughs) for for the finish of this story myself. So I can't wait. Yes. It's been a little longer for me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I look, I was lucky enough to uh, track down all the trades. So I own the trains at the, all the, all the trades at one point, all the Mm. the volumes as well as Apocrypha. Yeah. Um, and I love that it's a great it's a great story, but it's one of those things where it does the end in a in a in a in a pretty big cliffhanger. Right. Oh yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And then the, now that they picked it up, I have it. I have a chance to check it out, but it definitely is one of the things where I'm I'm looking forward to reading it finally. Yeah, I can't believe it's happening. No, I couldn't either. Can't believe they actually got it pulled off. Yep. Very cool. And I feel like there's an episode like in just talking about this this history of yeah oh, sure <laughs> at no, some yeah. point. So maybe we'll get something out about for that. sure. No, again, another thing we've talked about a bunch offline, you know, the, the listeners have never heard of, heard of it um, or not heard of it, but have never heard us talk about it. But yeah, I mean, like the, the Miracle Man backstory is kind of fascinating and, and tortured. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, like the business side of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, no, that's cool. I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy that that stuff gets to see the light of day. I'm curious if Alan Moore is actually going to read it. I mean, he was, I mean, he, he probably, he, honestly, he's probably already read it. Like he was okay with the idea of Neil taking over in the first place. As far as, far as I remember, it's been mm. so long that I think he was okay with it. Yeah. And I think this issue, this issue three that's come out, I think actually was done back in 1993 mm-hmm. and just never published. And then it's the oh, episodes wow. coming up that were, that are all brand new, like newly made. Neil Gaiman probably wrote them back then, but is probably updating them now. I imagine. That's oh, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Quick question. Um, are you guys building up to your number ones or are you just kind of firing away? 
I'm building up to mine. You're building yeah. up to yours? Oh, building yeah. up. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do for mine? Um, I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes with this one. But uh, I guess I'll go with a um, off the beaten path. And I'm going to go with uh, Jonathan Majors. Okay. <laughs> oh, the actor. <laughs> Just as a as a con- yeah. as a concept, as a just, person, just, yeah. just as a performer. <laughs> okay, because I think I know he's a big deal. Yeah, you know he's about know, to he's be. Great. Sure. If he's not already, he's about he, to be. He's about to explode. Right. He oh, yeah. is about to get huge. I think. If not already. Oh, yeah. um, if not already. I if agree. not already. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I I think even still, I th- I think I think as big as he is now, uh, it's only gonna be- it's only gonna get bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, um, seen him in relatively little, uh, in, in all honesty, you know, I've probably seen him more on, on late night interviews and like, and like men's health videos on oh, YouTube and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. And I have actually <laughs> seen him, but, um, he did beef up for Creed. Yeah. I was going to say, he's but, act- but spoiler, he's actually spoiler a good actor. For Loki. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler for Loki. Like I thought he was magnetic on oh, yeah. screen. <laughs> Like positively magnetic, and mm-hmm. and yeah, and so um, uh, Ant Man three, Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. which uh, which I won't talk talk too much uh, about just in case, but I think um, I think he's sort of like the big moment in the MCU, like we've been waiting for in these in these you know post End Game phases. Mm-hmm. But um, Creed three, I think uh, what gets me about Creed three is is it looks like it's it's covering new ground for a Rocky movie. And I love the Rocky movies, but my sense is this looks like it's the first time, like the guy in the, on the opposite side of the ring from the protagonist is actually like an old friend. Right. I can't recall that ever being the case in any of the other movies. And I just think that that, that can bubble up so many different possibilities for drama in these movies. On top of the fact that it looks like Michael B. Jordan's in real trouble. (laughs) because he like i said i watched a lot of men's health video like he is uh what's the i i I can't even say enormous it doesn't it doesn't do like (laughs) you know he looks like he's chiseled out of stone Mm. (laughs) you know so that's mine i always say creed is my favorite movie series i've never seen any of (laughs) <laughs> okay i That's want funny. to i That's think it looks funny. great you and should. i always want to see it and mm-hmm. i just haven't gotten to you yet but i will and i'm sure i'll like it because i mean they look great first yeah. one is so good <laughs> it's so good and it's gonna be interesting too because i what i do know about the third ones i know that sylvester stallone's not in it okay um uh which which i am a little heartbroken about that to be perfectly honest especially yeah. since this is michael b jordan's like directing Right. directorial debut yeah, yeah uh for this one um which yeah you know and i'm just like i'm just rooting for all of those guys you know they don't need me to they're uber successful <laughs> already but <laughs> you know i'm just uh, i'm just excited about like how he's gonna blow up even more so all right so uh unless you guys have more on jonathan majors no other than the fact that I, I you know i he was great as uh he who remains thought that that whole speech is one of the best things out of phase four mm-hmm. and that's a whole episode unto itself <laughs> right coming up coming up um but uh yeah that performance at the end of that episode was just oh my god i was like can't wait I'm trying to explain to my wife I'm like no you don't understand you don't understand <laughs> it's just one variant 
but that's going to be Kang. And I'm like, he's amazing as this. I can't wait for it to be Kang. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm super excited. I, he's great. Like I said, again, he's a great actor. I, you know, he's awesome in, um, in uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Thank yeah. you. And he's also really good in um, The Heart of They Fall. That one's really good in that is too. Mm-hmm. Tommy, what else? What am I missing? Um, you said The Heart of They Fall, Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Um, the last, is it The Last Sun or The Last in San Francisco? I forget what it mm. That To me, that was his breakout role. The last, I want to say Last Sun in San Francisco, but after that, he's been on a, a upward um, climb to be mm-hmm. the leading man that we know he can be. Um, mm-hmm. Paramount Plus has him in this one movie. I didn't check it out, but he's starring in it as a um, um, the fighter pilot movie. Exactly, you got With, it. Uh, yeah. Glenn Powell, right? Yep, yeah, you got it. Yeah, it looks good. So. Yeah. yeah, that's devotion. You know? There okay. it is, devotion. Yeah, the last black man in San Francisco is the one I think you're. There it is. Yeah, how could I forget that name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, Frank, fire away. All right, so for my second one, I originally had, um, and I'm excited about this, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is a given, because as much as I talk about this, this show prior to this, I was super excited, obviously, for uh, Justified. Mm-hmm. I thought that you were going to mention it. City Primeval, <laughs> but I don't have a date for it. Like, there's no announced date as of, as of right now. It's coming. I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but... Um, yeah, I'm super excited for that, but that's the only reason why I didn't choose that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's on the horizon. The one that I did think is great, that I, that I really cannot wait for, that I was super happy to uh, see was coming back uh, is Party Down. Yeah, I saw that too. Okay. I was, that, that made my list. It definitely made my list. And Tommy's the one who got who initially got me into it in the first place, right? Did you give mm-hmm. that to me? Like, yes. you should, yes, you should probably did. watch this. You should probably check this out. Yes, yes, I um, did. But yeah, I love Party Down. Party Down was great. Um, it was on uh, what? It was on Stars. Show? Stars. That's what it was. I was never would have gotten that. But it was on Stars initially. It's about a catering company. Everyone's pretty much a misfit. It's Adam Scott. It's um, um, Megan Mullally, Martin Starr, mm-hmm. Jane Lynch, um, Lizzie Kaplan. Mm-hmm. Lizzie Kaplan initially. I don't. Know if she, I mean, I'm hoping she'll she'll reappear. There's been no mention of like her character yet, but that doesn't okay. mean she won't be. Right. And then Ken and Ken Marino as um as Ronald Donald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is yeah. Aw- like the, the whole thing is great if you've ever even if you haven't but if you've worked in any kind of service industry um it's such a fun show you know they're like i said everyone's everyone's a screw up and then just dealing with all the craziest people that they have to deal with in their daily lives is uh this catering company <laughs> but that premieres um february 24th so it's okay. right around the corner but yeah i'm very i i saw the trailer the other day i'm very excited for it. okay <laughs> are we having cool. fun yet yeah, we haven't fun yet. <laughs> exactly. All right, Tommy. Okay. Well, you're gonna. This is a left field. You're not gonna believe when I say it, but this was my first choice. But I've changed it due to information I received later on today. And what I was going to pick was the Barbie movie. <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, why would I pick that? Have you seen who's in the Barbie movie? <laughs> yeah. Insane. And I know it's going to be just silly, silly, silly fun making fun of the franchise and dedication to it. Mm-hmm. And not to say I collect Barbies, like there's no problem in me collecting Barbies. But yet, however, <laughs> the number of actors and actresses that showed up for this is insane. I yeah. want to see what they're going to do with it. The trailer to me had me laughing because I couldn't take it seriously. Me too. It's, 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 I, I think it's just the, the type of movie that you can watch you know, and leave it running and come back and not miss a joke. Mm. You know, that's 
that's what I want. It's not tied to anything. It's again, it's an homage to something that's been out forever. And it's sick how now they're doing a movie. Like yeah. now they're doing a movie. So, but that's not my pick. No. My pick <laughs> is Swarm. What? Swarm. Yes, you heard me. Swarm. And and it's this new. You know why it's new? Because it was just announced recently. Okay. Donald Glover's name to the new show he's coming on on Amazon ah. is called Swarm. Hmm. He's calling it like a sister type show to Atlanta, but different. Hmm. It stars Dominique uh, Fishback, which I really like. I've seen her start out really, really small and glow and glow up to something even bigger. I'm hoping this puts her on the next echelon. But she's in Judas and the Messiah. And, excuse me, Judas, Judas and the Black Judas Messiah. And the Black Messiah. Mm. But she's on a glow up. She's okay. a great actress. The the first time I saw her was Random Acts of Flyness. She's been in, I'm trying to think, she was in The Deuce. She was also in The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray with Samuel L. Jackson on the Apple TV. Mm. What else? See, her trajectory is getting on everybody's radar. It's just a slow build. And I'm hoping that she uh, blows up with this show, like just on the next level. The the, the synopsis of the show is basically, it's the, he's calling it an anti-hero, which is making me cringe, but it's she's the title character in which she has a, I guess, an unhealthy obsession with a fake superstar, like akin to Beyonce, and mm-hmm. it puts her in questionable situations, is what they're saying so far. I'm here for it. I knew he was working <laughs> on something, and I knew it was her, but they finally announced it and say something's coming up later this year, which I'm all here for. So it's Donald Glover's new show, which is going to premiere on App, uh, Apple, uh, not the Apple, Amazon TV mm. with Dominique Fishback. Okay. Sounds good. I'm there. You know Very I'm there. Cool. I know you're there. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> all right, Clifton. All right, I'm sticking with TV on this one. Okay. And I'm going with my new favorite show, Gotham Knights on CW. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you like it that much? Well, it's not even aired yet. Right, but it will be no. my new favorite show when it airs. Say, I guarantee it. As as much as as much as as much as Zach talks about Batman, <laughs> Clinton talks about this show. <laughs> my <laughs> being, new favorite show, right? Being a thing, but yes, <laughs> I can't wait. March fourteenth, twenty twenty three, is the currently scheduled premiere date. Somehow. This has survived all of the cuts at Warner yes. Brothers Discovery <laughs> yes. and CW. They've yes. called everything else, and somehow this show is still somehow making it to air, and I can't wait mm, for yes. it. I watched Insane. the trailer, and I thought the trailer was Batman crossed with cruel intentions. Oh, my God. And That's I thought that was like. amazing, so I'm right. there for it. I love cruel intentions. Insane. <laughs> I will be watching it. Can I make an can I make an amendment to 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 your slug line? Okay. Uh, Batman meets cruel intentions without Batman. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Cruel yeah. intentions yeah. in the world of Batman, and as we know, I like the world of Batman right. better than Batman himself. So right. yes, it's do. everything yes, I want. Yep. <laughs> Insane. I can't wait for March fourteenth. I can't believe this is what survived all the cuts at Warner Brothers yeah. Discovery. No, I can't either. <laughs> I thought um, the trailer was a joke when I saw it. <laughs> it was a student film? Yeah, it felt that way. <laughs> right? They made that trailer yeah. just for me. I, I, I was like, I'm did. sold. I'm sold. They did. They did. All right. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned on Gotham Knights. Yes. Also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
man, I don't know where I'm going to go next. Um, I know it's hard, man. <laughs> it is hard. Uh, what do, do I want to do TV or a movie? One you guys will make fun of me for. <laughs> I was about to say Just one. Yeah. I was about to say Barbie, so come on, man. No, I think Barbie looks really good at too. Actually. It doesn't it? Doesn't I'll, it? I'll, I'll, I'll co-sign on that with you, Tommy. Yeah, I got your back. <laughs> they get Helen Mirren in a Barbie movie. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and an Academy Award uh, uh Academy Award nominated director. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's all hers. It's her project, man. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. all behind it. Yeah. Um, I want to say Ted Lasso. I really want I can to. See. I can see why Cause, you say cause that. Because it doesn't feel right to not do a look ahead without it. Because it's been there the last two years. But um, I'm going to say Oppenheimer. Okay. okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> With the caveat, because right now, everything that I've seen for it, like all, like all the, the, the football ads and stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they've been running in trailers. Like It looks like it's playing it straight. Like it doesn't look like there's any, any uh, uh, Christopher Nolan-y, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, weird uh, sci-fi haberdashy, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. yet, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not you're not shooting a bullet, you're catching it or whatever the stupid line <laughs> yeah, was from, yeah, from yeah. Tenet. Um, I haven't seen Tenet, so maybe that's also part of it too. Um, uh, I, I I I will still look when Christopher Nolan does a project, I'll still at least it'll, it'll still get me to glance over and say, what is that? That's interesting. Um, I think it's an interesting topic. I think it's a, you know, uh, it certainly looks heavy handed and, and, and melodramatic even. In <laughs> places, Extremely. I think. So I think it's going to be boring. You think it's going to be boring? Well, I, it comes off like, um, what's the one with the, um, the war, the war picture he did. Dunkirk. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Dunkirk, but I cannot convince myself to sit down and watch it. Now I've seen all <laughs> yeah. his movies, but it's giving me Dunkirk vibes. Now, mind you, I I understand why you see that. Can I fault you for that? And I and I'm curious to see if it's going to be a higher standard or lower standard of his. But mm-hmm. I'm not getting enough vibes off the trailer to make me want to give a damn. Right. Other than he's attached to the movie. That's all. Yeah, I, I will say the heavy handedness of the trailers is kind of turning me off just a little bit where mm-hmm, I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. like enough already. Like if this is just a straight drama, like, Let you know, like, like put the sledgehammer down. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree but um, but yeah, I mean, like I've still, you know, I've 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 gotten way more enjoyment out of his movies than I've gotten disappointment. So uh, for that, his track record still pretty darn good with me. So I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go. Ignore Frank and watch it. And he puts together a good cast. He puts mm-hmm. together yeah. a good cast. Yeah. It's this one: Cillian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Jack Quaid, Matt Damon. It's it's heavy hitters. It's strong. Yeah. It's strong. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. So this is a, this is our number one pick. This is our most looked forward to things. Yes. All right. Frank, fire away. Don't let me down. All right. So for me, I. I'm going to go with comics. I, this is a comic that I've been looking forward to. Um, Tommy will tell you, and, 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 and Clifton can tell you, uh, the slow trickle of, of Dungeons & Dragons animated stuff for the last couple of years <laughs> has piqued my interest as to what this means. Is, it, right. is are, we, are we getting a new series? Yeah. Is, is it a new live action? Is there, new, is there mm-hmm. a new, new animated? But 
no, as of right now, it seems like they're they're you know Hasbro put out the the first wave of the, of the 30th anniversary or the 40th anniversary for the um, the old animated Dungeon Dragons, which are great. Got mm-hmm. those, love them. Um, but later in this year, we're going to get a, 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 a basically what they're calling a lost episode of the Dungeon Dragons um, from IDW called the Saturday Morning Adventures. Um, it's supposed to be a four issue mini featuring the kids from the old series. Um, it's not necessarily new stuff. It's new. It's, it's a new episode, but it's also all kind of quote unquote lost episode. They're calling it. Okay. Uh, in March of 2023. So it'll be, it's right again. It's, it's a couple months away, but still as we record this. Okay. Are they adapting the script? Like the un, like the unanimated script? Cause there was a final episode script from back in the day. No, yes, this looks was. like, okay. this looks like it's a main series. This is again, described as a quote unquote lost episode of the cartoon. was written by David M. Booher from Kanto. Okay. That's Sam Maggs from uh, Rick and Morty Ever After with mm-hmm. artwork by George huh. Combatis, John okay. Carter Mars from IDW. Interesting. Yeah, it just says it's basically it's supposed to be it, they're de- basically they're treating it like a, you know an episode we've never seen before, but it's right. not the the final episode. That okay, not the long last episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So yes, I am super excited about this. Yeah, I love that <laughs> stuff. I got the figures too. I yeah. love it. Yeah, very excited for this to come out. Um, again, I don't know what the i mean it was i'm surprised that idw is doing it i right. don't know it's always the question of who actually owns the rights to this um these characters and this franchise or you know I, I think it's one of the much like miracle man i don't think anyone really knows <laughs> right at, yeah at this yeah. point who owns it because i was surprised it's not a marvel thing yeah because wizards of the coast owns dungeons and dragons right but marvel produced marvel entertainment produced the saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. back in the day huh. so yeah yep so I was again. Either way, I'm glad we're getting it, and I hope it's it's another you know lurch forward into us getting either a sequel to the animated or a reboot of the animated, mm-hmm. or you know much like that that uh, that commercial from Brazil. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> yeah, a live yeah. action version. Of <laughs> yeah. it. Um, that's funny. I'm kind of interested to see. You know, people are, are are there's always rumors about stuff, and there's rumors that the uh, the Chris Pine Dungeons and Dragons movie has something to do with why we're getting all this stuff. But okay. again. Okay. Don't know if that's necessarily true or just a well. We might get a you know a background shot of you know Bobby's head <laughs> right. or Presto is you know his robe or whatever. But we'll see. There's uni. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> uni exactly. So you know, kind of like they do with Star Wars, where you can see the rebel ship. What's the rebels? Right. What's their ship? The ghost. Yeah, the ghost. Yeah, yeah ghost. the ghost yeah. in the background. In the background. Rogue One. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. as an Easter egg. But no, I'm hoping it's much more than that. This is actually leading to something more than that. So that's my that's my number one pick. I can't wait for this thing. Okay. Not what I was expecting. All right. <laughs> Same. Good. I agree. Okay. Tommy. Okay. Well, this one, I thought. Barbie. <laughs> What'd you say? Barbie. No, he, wants, he wants it to be Barbie. No, it's not Barbie. So right. then he put it on the list twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Just, just to remind me how much I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> I thought Clifton would beat me to the punch on this one. So I'm waiting on it. I think the world's waiting on it with bated breath. Uh, Nintendo's release of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh my yep. goodness. It, it cannot mm-hmm. come fast enough. <laughs> we were all waited on it last year, and then Nintendo said, Nope, it'll be next yep. year. And they gave us a taste of the trailer, and people have been breaking it down uh, 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 frame by frame to trying to decipher what exactly occurring. And, it, and, it, and at one point, it was even a debate on what the words meant like it was it tears 
or was right. it tears? <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> what word is it? Yes. Like and, tears of a and, cake? Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 exactly. It, it was like, oh my gosh, it's getting that bad. People are salivating for this game. It cannot come soon enough, and I'm part of that crowd. As soon as it drops, every, the world must stop because yeah. I will be playing this nonstop. I think it was 2020 when they first put out like the first little teaser images teaser for of it, it. Mm-hmm. that showed like short-haired Zelda. It might have been 2019 even. Yeah, in the it dark was sometime cave. way back. Yeah, and yeah. And, and Zelda with short Zelda with hair shorter than Link. Yes, and like everyone went crazy for it. Yes, lost <laughs> our collective minds, and that's all it gave us. It's a great design, though. It's a great character design. And but that yeah. was t- two years before the full trailer, and even in the full trailer, it leaves more questions. And then here's what's crazy: it took them what, uh, what five years before it even announced the name of the sequel. Because right. they said you guys would get it, so we're not going to tell you the sequel. It's like what? And then when they say <laughs> when they said it, people were like, oh, I, I know what it is, but no one knows what it is. <laughs> Everyone's waiting on it, and everyone wants to play this game like yesterday. That's yeah. how badly anticipated this game is. It's going to get game of the year without even <laughs> uh, uh, being played. I promise you. Promise. Yeah. It's a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild, um, yes. which they haven't done. Zelda has, they've done a few direct sequels before, but they usually do like world reimagining. So this is one of the, yes. the rare direct sequels in the Zelda uh, line of games. Uh, I've put hundreds of hours oh, wow. into so Breath of I. the Wild. <laughs> so hundreds <far>. of hours. <laughs> yeah, I've so been I cannot countless wait. Times. Yes. <laughs> I just like wandering around that world. Like, I oh, mean, it's I, insane. I, like even when I beat it, like I'll still just play it just to wander around and do various things yes. in that world. It's completely open world game for Zelda. It's huge map. And this is gonna be even bigger because it's yeah. basing off of the the map from Breath of or everyone presumes it's basing off of the map of Breath of the Wild, but adding more to it and making yeah. that original map different somehow. Which is so, insane to even yeah. fathom. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is this your number one also, Clifton? I had to rearrange some stuff because okay. I suspected <laughs> yeah, he knew. You knew. Tommy was coming out with this. So I have an equal number one when I get, okay. when okay. I get to that. Okay. But for this one, it's uh, Tears of the Kingdom. May 12th is its current release date. May yes. 12th, 2023. Uh. I have it pre-ordered, but then I'm going to have to cancel that order and pre-order the collector's edition when they yes. announce the special you see, edition. Yeah, you, see the, you can see the collector's edition with the new Switch involved? Uh, with the, I don't know if I'm going to get that whole one. I don't know if I'm going to get the whole Switch release for it. but I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> Just to commemorate it because with the Zelda Joy Cons, yeah. Yes. Is Epona still around? Yeah, if yes. you want it to be. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love the horse. There's a lot of special horses in Breath of the Wild. I told you yeah. my video game questions are terrible. I'm sorry, they're terrible. There's a gigantic horse in there. <laughs> you guys too? still play these on TV, right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is the biggest debate about the game is one thing people want above all else is to include dungeons, not shrines. Okay, that's the only thing people want. But to me, I don't care if they don't put it in there. I mean, they didn't put it in there. It was a great game, so yeah, eh. (laughs) it's not part of a story. I'm okay with it. Right. I liked uh, the fishing in Ocarina of Time too. Oh yeah, that still goes. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. And now you get to cook. You get to cook what you fish. Nice. The cooking's insane. (laughs) Uh, Oh, the cooking's insane. They've they've incorporated cooking in such a way that it's essential. 
It's essential. So do you have to like you have to like scour the map for like coriander? Sometimes, yeah. Like, yes, especially yes, yes. there's all these sorts yes. of different mushrooms that yeah. do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You okay. laugh, it's... but we're dead honest. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, That's why we play this game for hundreds of hours. Hundreds <laughs> of hours. Looking for iron shrooms. Right. And what's nuts too is the topography of the game. Like, not only is it wide, it's tall and deep too. Yeah. The valleys are vastly low where you have to climb. And the peaks are insanely high when you fall off it. Oh my gosh. The game is insane. Wow. Yeah. Can't wait. You guys are sharing recipes. Right. On the, like, yes. like that's the thing, right? No, that's the thing. That's that that is okay. 100% legitimate. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I thought so. Check yes. out this red snapper I made. Yes. <laughs> but it, oh, but <laughs> it'll give you energy. It'll make you stronger right. for a certain wow. amount of time. Yes. But I mean, that game is, that game, they think of everything. No, I, I legit think that's cool, actually. I'm, I'm making <laughs> jokes, but I legit think that's pretty awesome. So, all right. Okay, so Clifton, what's your number one then? Uh, my my alternate equal number one then yeah. is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my pivot too if you said uh, yeah. uh, yes, yes. <laughs> So, I mean, it's long awaited, of course, since the uh, Into the Spider-Verse of 2018. Been waiting for this one ever since uh, the return of that world with, mm-hmm. with Miles, with Spider-Gwen, Peter B. Parker, Spider-Ham, mm-hmm. all the rest of them. And now we're getting lots, lots more, according lots to the images and, and teasers we've seen from it. Um, I can't wait for it. Definitely my most looked forward to movie, probably, yeah. this coming year. Okay. And I'm looking forward to a lot of movies. So that just says right. how much I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good. I I geeked out too because when they put out the movie poster of all the different Spider-Man heads, like people went nuts. Yep. Uh, uh, among among the Twitter followers I follow about Spectacular Spider-Man being included. Oh in, yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. Which they confirm <laughs> like yeah, yeah, Spectacular Spider-Man is in it. Now I say that with the caveat that if they kill spectacular Spider-Man in it, I will never forgive them. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably safe. He's probably safe. Yeah. I better be safe. Spectacular Spider-Man, the uh, uh, animated series from what is it? 2010, 2009, 2010. I think 2008 like it started. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I'm, not I'm not positive. Yeah. It's all on Disney yeah. plus right now. If you guys want to check it out, we talk about this show a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh from from Greg Weissman, designs by uh Sean Cheeks Galloway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great stuff. Really good. Yeah, so good. I'm doing a rewatch of it. Anyway, okay. All right, so my number one, uh what I thought was gonna be Frank's number one, but mm. Frank, spot me. Um Okay. Indiana Jones five. I was on my list. I knew okay. it. <laughs> I knew it. That was gonna be on somebody's list. It was on my list. I had yes. it there. Um What's it called? Dial of Destiny? It doesn't matter. Yep. I'm going. I can't think. <laughs> I love this character so much. This is one of my favorite characters in all of movies. Mine too. Um, and, and, you know, I know Kingdom of the Crystal Skull left a bad taste in some people's mouths. Um, I think bits of that movie are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think bits of that movie are really stupid. Did we see that together? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. did. Late, right? We saw it late. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we okay. did like a midnight showing of it, and we walked out like easily the third best. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's now it's now it's coming back. That's right. Yeah. Um, that said though, like I can't think of a thing that they could put in any of these trailers or ads that would make me not want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and um, 
on top of that, so the fact that James Mangold is doing it, uh, so it's the first not Steven Spielberg directed. Um, I really like James Mangold's movies. Uh, I like Logan a lot. Mm, great movie. Um, I really like 310 to Yuma, which I thought well. was really, really good. And I yeah, love Ford versus well. Ferrari. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's a he's solid director. And so in my head, 310 to Yuma and like Ford versus Ferrari, like kind of together, I think like makes like a really good analog for what I, what I think an Indiana Jones tone should be. Um, so I think it's in really good hands. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say other than like it just it looks kind of it looks cool. Yeah, I know people are were bitching about the fact that you know there's a little de-aged Indian it I guess somewhere. People complain because there's a quote from Spielberg saying he would never do that. That, that was something they shouldn't do. But I was like, you know, it, what <laughs> we get we get de-aged Indian a flashback. What are you talking about? Right. What's the difference if they use a computer to help him look a little bit younger than normal? If, Instead if of casting River Phoenix. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. the difference? It's just another tool of filmmaking at this point. So, but I, I'm excited for it too. I can't wait. I was kind of, I'll be honest. I was, you know, when I first heard about it and I, and I think I've, I've said this before, you know, when I think about it at this point, you know, Harrison Ford is my dad's age or right. You know, they're within about the same you know age. So the idea of my dad doing some of this stuff is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when I think about Indiana Jones, but at the same time, um, I do think, and, and, and I, it, just from a standpoint of my father didn't drink for the Holy Grail, so right. that I know of, unless it's, unless it's an unshared adventure that I don't know about from my father. Maybe. Maybe. It's <laughs> right. possible. He's, he's lived a life. But it's one of those things where when I think about it, I mean, we don't know what that did to him. Granted, he crossed the threshold, blah, blah, blah. But it's, I think, you know, the, obviously the character is not human. <laughs> he survived a, right. you know, an atomic explosion. We, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on with Indiana Jones. There could have been anything that gave him longevity. But anyway, I'm, I, was not, I was not on board about it until, honestly, I saw the trailer and I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't fight this. I'm so there. I can't mm-hmm. wait for it. Yeah, I'm super excited. And you don't even really see him in the classic garb really all that no. much in the trailer, too. I think that that's kind of, that's kind of the fun thing. The thing I will say about his age is that I, I, I think that Harrison Ford's aged well enough. Mm-hmm. And I said this at Crystal Skull, too, where I think where he can kind he can honestly play convincingly 20 years younger than what he actually is. Well, you know I mean, what I mean, he is. Yeah, a really, I think he's so. a really yeah, good actor. That's, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's still that's still old, though. But <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's almost 80. Yeah, I and I don't, think, I don't think it's, it, I don't think it's far as, I, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to look at him and be like, he's, he's in his fifties. I think he's 83. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, so. But no, he's doing a lot of work. That man, I, I recently saw, um, shrinking, which he's oh, on that probably. Yeah. 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 Harrison Ford is 80. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. But yeah, but again, to <laughs> I'll put it this way. The fact that he's doing another Indiana Jones is fine, but the idea that he's replacing um, uh, William Hurt as Thunderbolt mm-hmm. Ross, which is insane, which is not a, again, I, you know, knowing what we know about what what Thunderbolt Ross becomes in the MCU yeah. or the, the <laughs> comics, the idea yes. that they would cap. I mean, granted, I don't. I, if we get him in a motion capture suit, I'm going to be amazed. But the <laughs> idea that they would even imply that we're going to get him in a motion capture suit at some point, as that character's, you know. Actually, now that I think about it, that might be brilliant. Only because, only yeah. because, at what point does it's it's almost like um, all he has to do is talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. if they get the rights to his voice like they did James L. Jones, mm-hmm. we might see it well past his lifespan. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Dial of Destiny. Yeah, 
I hope that there's cartoons that are coming out and stuff like that too. <laughs> just, just be awesome. Well, they're doing action figures, and the and then their game too, supposedly. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. That's in yeah. the that's in the works too. I've always wanted like a Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars esque format for Indiana Jones. Anyway, <laughs> That'd be insane. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> oh, so sorry. awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So, first one back, guys. Shaking the rust off. All right. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmeknowhowitis.com. So, please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>